Okay. Uh, I'm here with uh, Ryan. 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 What is it? Sorry, come on. <laughs> Read my notes. <laughs> this is a great start. Ryan. Ryan Rockmore. Rockmore. <laughs> Sorry, my papers are all. It's okay. Know, it's confused. Okay. So we have an interview planned for today. Uh, just some quick little questions. It's gonna be fun. Um, to start off, we always have just a little, uh, little fun question to start off. If you, what three movies would you, what what three movies would you bring to a desert island if you like were stuck on there for like a year? You only have three movies. Only three movies. Only for I'm only stuck for a year though. Only for a year. Okay, so not for the rest of my life. No. Um, I would. I feel like my go-to favorite childhood movie is The Goonies. Oh. Um, I'm obsessed with Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus 2 was a valiant attempt, but really didn't hit it for me. Um, And then I guess something... I really loved... I'm forgetting the name of it, but I was in love with a documentary that came out, I think, in 2019 about Toni Morrison. Um, I I don't remember the title, but it was just... I remember being very, very, very impactful for me. Hocus Pocus, Coonies. Very, very valid. Very valid movies. Very valid movies. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, this is actually good, though. This is actually good. I just got a text, I just heard, Mm -hmm. from uh, one of my associates. Uh, I have a gift for you. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you ready? Sure. (laughs) You have a certified bottle of Prime here, okay? Yeah. Um, Directly from my Prime dealer, Okay. Um, your pride? Okay. That's that's for you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate the gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's just how we how we do it here on the Bosha. The know? void where great taste meets function. Okay. Yeah. It is Logan Paul. So I don't. Um, Who's Logan Paul? Do you remember that dude who went into the suicide forest in Japan and filmed there? Not at all. But I believe you, and I will go look up Logan Paul after. This. You know Jake Paul. Disney Channel guy, kind of annoying, very annoying. Disney Channel was never really my vibe. If you see a picture of him, hold on. Here we go. 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 Is this, I feel like the makers of Prime would be offended at this assertion, but is this related in a way to like Gatorade? Yes. Okay, gotcha. It is a like direct competitor. Do you know this guy? Coconut water. No. You've never seen this guy? No, I have. You've never seen Jake Paul? No. Right. Tonight. I'm just do some research on him, okay. and then you'll understand. It's okay. his brother, not a great guy, but okay. um, it is a d- competitor to Gatorade, okay. s- selling crazy, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that's for you. Are they an official like advertiser of your of the Bo Show? No, they're you not. Should, you I should get on that. I have personally slandered them on my show before. Wow. Okay. Because I do a segment called Prime Review. I've reviewed most flavors now. There's only one that I thought was mildly okay, but it was so sweet, and I was like, if I had this while I was doing a workout, I would throw up. Like, so was... your gift to me doing this interview is a bottle of something that is among yes it's something things I don't... that make you throw. Up. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's a, a gift novelty. A gift. It's, it's a novelty. <laughs> Should I be? Am I supposed to like? You can Do your guests drink it on the show? You can ever? try it. Yeah, it's just like okay. coconut water. Only ten percent coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
very sugary. Yeah. Even though it alleges to like not have sugar. Okay, I figured out why. Why? Um, so Gatorade. Is this all the interview? <laughs> no. So okay. Gatorade uses um, they. It's, there's a lot of salt in Gatorade, right? Mm. But that's like it. It acts as electrolytes for your muscles, right? Um, this has a lot of electrolytes as well, even more yeah. than Gatorade, but it comes in a different form that's less efficient for your muscles, but tastes better. So it's actually a worse workout drink, hmm. but it does taste extremely sweet. Glad I already had my workout drink after exactly. Orange Theory today. So. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Good segment. I hope so, you leave all of these in along with messing up my last name in the beginning. <laughs> so how would you, how would you rate a uh, prime blue raspberry on a scale of 1 to 10? Yogurt cups. Uh, something that... Uh, oh, 1 to 10? Yogurt cups, yeah. Out of 1 to 10... 1 to 10 yogurt cups. Yeah. 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. Okay, good. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like... 3 or 4? Like, I... 3 or 4. That's I will good. I will continue to drink this, because, like, sustainable. I don't know. I should finish what I opened. And... I, I would not... I don't feel compelled to buy this. I that is a very honest review, an honest tea review. If if uh, we're being honest. Speaking of honest tea, <laughs> um, I'm pretty outspoken. You are not. I would just like to clear this up for everyone on the boat show. Ryan Rockmore and the administration and the cafeteria do not have a. It's not their fault that there's no more honest tea. The reason no. that there's no honest tea in the cafeteria, the drink, is because the brand got discontinued. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? But I thought there was honest tea up until very well, recently. Well, it was the worst flavor, which makes sense because no one bought it. So, so there might as well had, not be any honest tea. They, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So they just had a bunch stockpiled. That sucks. Yeah, but they, I, I just want to clear it up. So, yeah. Yeah, I, Ryan Rockmore, had nothing to do with, even though I found the sugar levels abysmally high. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. Oh, no. Take them off. No, not peace tea. Oh! Oh, I hate peace tea. Peace tea is horrible. It's okay, like that's what I'm talking about. You can't call peace tea tea. Yeah. No, it's not tea. It's like sugar water. Right? Uh, honest tea was actual tea from the Honest brand. That was earlier this year we had Honest Way tea. Earlier. Yes. Okay, now I'm... Thank you, I'm caught up. Yes. No, um, I am a um, non-supporter of peace tea myself. Um, I don't think it's tea. Good to know. I don't think it's tea, but you know, whatever. Alright, if you could have coffee with any historical figure, mm. who would it be? You historical just, meaning they're dead? It could be dead, alive, anything. Okay. It has to be real, not not fiction. Though. Oh, not fiction. Um, wow, that's a really... That's a hard-hitting question. Uh, honest, uh, I guess, I don't know if she's like super historical for everybody in the world. I would love to have coffee... She's still living with Patti Lapone. She's a Broadway legend and great. Um, do you know her? Patti Lapone? Well, yeah. Would I know anything that she's in? Probably not, if you don't really know <laughs> Um Yeah, she'd be pretty high up on my list. I'll, yeah, I'll stick with that. Uh, if I think of anybody else that like would be known by any of you, then I'll, I'll go with that one. But for now, her. Patti Lapone, okay. Um... This is, this is actually interesting. This is a, a Bo Show exclusive. Me and Ryan have an, uh, someone who we each know, right? What? That are, well, that we're connected by. Yeah. My tutor, um, my oh. Spanish tutor, 
actually danced flamenco with Ryan while he was living in New York. Um, I forgot about Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, so it was a funny, funny kind of little coincidence, but I didn't know you lived in New York before that. Mm-hmm. So when did you move here to L.A., and what did you do in New York? So I moved to L.A. over, like, a little over, th- probably closer to, like, four years at this point ago. Um, it was a fabulous time to move to L.A. It was six months before the pandemic happened, so, like, <laughs> not great. Um, I moved here to go to do a Ph.D. at UCLA. Um, that turned out to be, like, not a great choice in my life as well. Yeah. Um, so prior to, so like UCLA was maybe a little bit of a departure from what I was doing in New York, um, for five years before that was working in independent schools. So I worked at the, uh, Calhoun school for one year, which was like a progressive, um, formerly, uh, all girls Jewish school actually historically. And prior to that for like four years, I was at poly prep, which had historically been an all boys, um, Protestant school for the most part. And that was in Brooklyn. So I was in New York for five years, which was after being in Europe for three years, which was after being in New York for college for four years. So I sort of bounced around for like over ten years. How'd you hear about Oakwood? Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if there was another way. No, I'm pretty sure it was like a job search online. (laughs) I was was like, is there a better, like more personable way I could have found out about this school? No. Um, I was working at Chapman, a school in in Orange. I was working in their global education department and sitting in an office processing applications and like no student interaction or like human interaction really for that matter for from eight in the morning until five at night just was like not my vibe. So I, (laughs) I don't, I'm not condoning this for anybody, but I spent the middle part of that year just sitting on, like, job application (laughs) websites and looking for, like, in independent schools, how would I get back in? Um, And Oakwood came up, and this was, like, the position that I was a Spanish teacher when I was in New York and just always did, like, student council stuff and and DEIB work um, and student life more broadly in prom. And so when I saw this role and what it did, um, everything just, like, aligned with what I had done or what I always wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this actually kind of flows into another question. Mm-hmm. Um, this was things asked by our class. Um, <laughs> do you do like a poll before? <laughs> I did a little... A an little, informal. A little... Sur- like an informal survey. Okay. Um, our class is admittedly a little bit on the rowdier side. Mm. A little bit, you mm. know? Um, we kind of you know, have, like, a harder time focusing for longer periods of time when it comes Mm -hmm. to, like, stuff at town meeting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very astute way to put it. Yeah. Do you have any any message for our grade that you would like (laughs) to put out on the Bo Show? (laughs) My first message, I do not hate you guys. I don't, like, even dislike I or harbor any, like, bad feelings. I actually think you're... I I could find a way to pivot this about any class. In general, but what I will say about your class is I really actually love your class for the personality you all bring and like the individuality. Um, I think what we are trying to work on is like how do we create a collective or like a community or like respect one another in the various ways that that looks like. So when someone's talking, like how do you just listen? And I've got like a ton of sympathy 
for, and we've talked about this as a class, you know, like you go through middle school and that gets interrupted and you all haven't been in like many situations where you've like learned actually, like effectively, like how to do this thing we call high school or even like post elementary school, um, which is just like a totally different situation. Um, So I think some of it's a learning curve or like growing pains. Um, I think you guys are making great strides uh, like through all of it. And we have little bumps along the way and I'm going to be like upfront and honest and be like, do better, please. And for not only me, but for yourselves. Um, but I really enjoy, yeah, I think like the charisma and personality that your class brings. And I want to like hone that over the next now, like three years into your senior year. That's an astute answer. (laughs) Very astute answer. Um, this and I'm not being political. I don't want them to oh, sound yeah, like no, I'm no. covering up like yeah, all these yeah, feelings. No. I actually, I really believe yeah. that about you guys. Um, during the last senior town meeting, this is a little bit random, but kind of not. Mm. During the last senior town meeting, or last senior town meeting, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Gregorian, yes, he- headline guy, yeah, passed the torch <sighs> onto Jonathan. You, what a glorious moment. I would just like to personally congratulate Jonathan right here. Um, mm-hmm. He recently did his first headline. It went, for a lack of a better term, I was, for a lack of a better I was flabbergasted <laughs> on how similar the two were. Because he did a headline about something about a, an ice cream statue from a Dairy Queen being stolen and yeah. shot in a parking lot. And I just was like, wow, that is a truly random headline. Like, really, congrats, Jonathan. Um, I, feel I gotta like, say also for Jonathan's like I yeah. felt Andrews were usually like short and sweet and I love Jonathan coming out of the gate with I actually thought there were like many headlines within that one but it yeah. was just a headline yeah. that had so many modifiers within it um, I love that he like added his own touch yeah and this is something Andrew love his headlines sometimes however he didn't get close enough to the mic or he got too close mm. and I could not hear what he was saying Jonathan perfect mic placement it was clear it was clear it was perfect <laughs> i know about the ice cream being stolen found in a parking lot and you remember it exactly just really congratulations jonathan um so jonathan you bring that up he kind of replaced one of the traditions right mm-hmm. and he's like now i guess a ninth grader one of the he's the only regular ninth grader to go up during town meeting because mm-hmm. no one like everyone else just like has you know sometimes jack and brady from intellectual conversations they go up <laughs> right and they make their announcements but um it's on a semi-regular basis right so what do you if think? by semi-regular you mean jonathan has gone up and done this all of one time exactly so there are no other town meetings of the town meetings that he has had this job for yes that is true that's so, one for one yeah what do you super think, regular what do you think that our class can do to become more engaged with town meeting hmm I think be more involved. Yeah. I actually, like, I think if you all had people from your grade that you actively were watching or engaging with, then that gives you a reason to not have the side chatter. Um, and I don't even think it has to be, like, a friend of yours. I mean... Like, Jonathan. Like, none of you is friends I, with everybody in the grade. So, like, Jonathan is not friends with everybody, and everybody was listening. I am not... Because I think people owed him that respect. Exactly. You're a classmate. I'm not really, like, good friends with Jonathan. Like, I've had a a couple conversations with him. But when he went up, man, I just was like... I locked eyes with him. You know, I engaged with Jonathan on 
his random headline. And so I think that that is a very, like, important thing, especially now that the seniors mm-hmm. have gone. And they were, like, a lot of the, um... A lot of the time. Certainly yeah. a lot of the presence, yeah. Yeah. And Jonathan has stage presence. Shout out to Stacy and, um... And Javier's acting classes at Oakwood. Oh, yeah. Stacy and Javier. Also, oh, this is gonna be too late. It's not gonna air. It's enough mother courage. Go uh, see it. You know? It's probably a week late, but whatever. Go see it. Well, I'm going tonight, so let's just say then, like, when this airs in the future, the part that can play is, it was wonderful. Exactly. I'm just, this is a pre-review. It was wonderful. Review. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, so you have a lot of hobbies. We talked about <laughs> this a little bit in human development. I think hobbies is diminishing what would you the real them? impact of what your class has called them. What would you call them? What, what do you all call them? What do we call them? Ryan Rockmore things? <laughs> they were Ryan things. Ryan yeah, things. I think Jack's at Ryan's things. Ryan's yes. things. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of call them Ryan things because it's a very Ryan thing, right? Like you have a, a whole like garden inside yes. of your your place, right? My backyard, yeah. Your backyard. And so I'm just wondering, um, what which one of them is your favorite? <laughs> if you had to choose one. If you okay, this is actually a better oh, question. No. This is a better question. I gotta keep talking. I gotta think on this one. If gotta... you were like questioned by the FBI <laughs> on your hobbies, okay? And they were like, you have So two- if our director of security, Rob Foster, former FBI agent, exactly. were to question me. He was like, you have too many hobbies. <laughs> you have to choose one. One's gotta go. <laughs> oh no, all of them have to go except for one? You have to choose one. That's not fair. I know, I know. This is this is the hard-hitting questions on the Bo Show. Which one would you choose? To, or which one would you choose to keep? And, which, and why? Why would you choose to keep it? Wow. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just really trying to like... I'll let you think on that for a second. I'm going to do some some commentary. Um, this is some backstory for the Bo Show. Um, during human development, shout out Sarah Schufeld. Um, and Ryan. Oh, and Ryan Rockford. <laughs> no, Sarah, I'm kidding. Sarah really designs that well. Um, we realize that Ryan has a... a um, Particularly strawberries. Yes. I was growing strawberries. You have a, a, a large amount of hobbies. Um Okay, so I, I think I hit him all. All right. I've got my list right now is <laughs> flamenco dancing, which I wouldn't call a hobby. That's, like, literally my other career. Um, gardening. I know I mentioned when I was, like, translating a book, so maybe you all consider that a Ryan <laughs> I thing. I did not know you were doing that. <laughs> okay, I so brought it up a couple when I was, like, talking about my emotions and being stressed. A translator, sure. <laughs> um, cooking and baking. Um... Recently made homemade pasta last week. Uh, kombucha, I would call outside of that. You make like, kombucha. I do. That's very cool. Um, knitting, hiking. Oh, I forgot one. Um, I, I talk about... Sarah loves talking about me going to Orange Theory, so maybe you all consider working out as, like, one of Orange my things. Theory, yeah. That's for sure one. Um, I also have learned candle making. And a, my regular thing with Sarah Moretz on Wednesday nights, which also spread some of this, is pottery. Pottery. Did I hit ten? You hit ten. I have ten. I have ten things. I would say eleven, <laughs> even though this isn't really a hobby. This is also more of a career thing. Uh, speaking Spanish, <laughs> James is great. Love James. But they really did like your style of teaching. I would just like to tell you that. 
Thank so, you. I appreciate that. It um, was a little grammar heavy for my usual taste, but you know. Yes, um, they liked your style of teaching. <laughs> Good. Uh, so I guess eleven. I, yeah, I guess speaking Spanish is a hobby of mine. Um, I don't think there's anything else. I don't know what's. Can I have a prompt like other than just one? You have to keep one. In service of what? What do you mean? Like, what is this one hobby? Like, you asked me my favorite movies in the beginning because I'm going to be on an island for a year. Because the FBI came up to you and said you have too many hobbies. And But my life remains the same other than this. Yeah. Like, give up. Jeez. Oh, God. Um. Oh, God, that is hard. Um, let's go with... Can I pick two? Let's start with one, and then <laughs> we can work our way up. I guess flamenco has to be, but I'm actually not, flamenco's not on this list. You're all going to call it a hobby or thing, a, I but know it's, it's literally a, an art career of mine. Kelsey, I know. It's, it's so let me go to, like, gardening. gardening. I would say gardening would serve me and all of my compatriots well if, when, sorry, let's say when the apocalypse hits, I will be able that's to, like, true. grow food. And that seems pretty important, maybe more so than knitting or, like, Throwing pots. All right, one more. One more. Oh, after gardening. One more. One more. Um, I'll give you one more. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I re- I ju- I love cooking and baking and exploring that. Oh wait. What? Okay. Oh wait. First of all, cooking and baking. Yes. What? Also, one of my hobbies. Love cooking. Love baking. Yeah. It's very interesting to me. Um, what did you see on my board? NYU. Yeah. Did you go to NYU? I love how you saw my London for grad school one, and then you did not see my NYU one. I didn't one see that. Right next to it. I yeah. really didn't see that. I did. I got a, a Bachelor's of Science in um, Foreign Language Education. Wow. Teaching I Spanish. I did not know that, because my my sister hmm. um, went to NYU. Another Bosho Ryan connection. I know. She went to NYU um, for a semester, and then she got... A, a writing job here. Oh wow! And so she had to. She couldn't stay at NYU because they didn't offer courses here. Right. So then she went to Sarah Lawrence College. I love Sarah Lawrence. And then I actually was just at the graduation a couple days ago. Oh nice! It's very nice. Um, and then she, Sarah Lawrence, allowed her to do USC courses here, and that counts for her Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I just thought it's an interesting connection. Yeah, great. I I know we have a couple people going to NYU. In this year's senior class, and it was, I don't know if I want to say like the best four years of my life, but like, way up there. Would you, if Oakwood was in, if there was another Oakwood with mm-hmm. clones of every single person here yeah. in the entire campus in New York, uh-huh. would you move back to New York? Oh, God. Oh, that's a really, that's like an existential crisis question I know. right there. I know. The intellectual conversations, you need to hear the real hard-hitting questions that are on this show. Yeah, this, they do. Um, these are intellectual. Dare I say intellectual. Um, <laughs> I feel like my partner and I have like <laughs> had so many discussions about this. Um, not right now. Not right now. I, I came out of the pandemic. I am leaning into loving L.A., learning to love L.A., um, and things are... I also, like, hit a little bit of a wall when I was in New York, especially... Like, I moved to Europe after NYU because I didn't want to stay in New York. I, I left, uh, and then I went to London after... I went to Spain for two years and then London. Um, and then I left New York, obviously, to come here for a PhD, but I left for a reason because also with my career, things weren't going 
with like schools the way I wanted them to and so I don't know there's something about California that makes me think okay well I met my partner I'm my mental health is like better I think than it's really been in my life I found a great job I actively love getting here at 7.30 in the morning and doing work all day and getting to know all of you better so like it's got something to offer um and New York will always be there so I've, I'm coming to peace with maybe never ever living in New York again but always having it close by this is a very very good answer very good answer Ryan thank you um where did you live in was it East Village <laughs> no but I can understand why you would peg me as somebody Brooklyn? that would live in East Village <laughs> I when I was at NYU I lived mostly in downtown right around Washington Square Park in dor- I lived in dorms all four years um, and then when I moved back from Europe I lived in Astoria for three years and then Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Sunset Park I got years. it you got it alright I got one one out of three I'll take it I loved it I used to drive my my Vespa like to and from school on the highway you had a Vespa I did that's it a very was Ryan not, Rockmore thing it, that, would, that is a thing that's a Ryan Rockmore I was Rockmore very thing. known at my old school for having a Vespa and wearing bow ties and all sorts ties, of stuff yeah. alright Ryan it's around that time 2.45 Oh, it's been real our interview has concluded I gotta um, go do you act any... in Selma's student film right now <laughs> do you have any closing <laughs> closing words I, I just love that you all do this. Um, I would encourage you and intellectual conversations to also like continue to just interview teachers. I've enjoyed the process of like, getting to know you a little bit more in your style and your art. And Thank you. Thank I think it'd be like fun for kids to learn more about adults on campus. All right, Ryan. Thank you. Thank this you. This has been uh, the Bo Show segment. Uh, this is going to be played on the show, by the way, Victor, if you're seeing this. Hi. Uh, <laughs> all right.